Hi, this is John Lewis, and this is our fourth session in a series I've been calling Building a Room Called Hope. And the, uh, the topic today is going to be focused on uh, the impact of true hope in our life. And the reality is when God's hope uh, dwells in our life and we practice it and experience it, it really it makes a huge difference, as hope does for people uh, through all generations. Hope matters. Hope makes a difference. Before we jump into that, I'm going to uh, just remind us of where we've been. and we, We're building a room called Hope. We've had three walls in the last three podcasts that we're building you know, one at a time. And today's the fourth wall, of course. But the first three walls are, first of all, that God is the true source, you know, of hope, a hope that really matters. And uh, not our political party, not our economy, not our culture, not our identity, not our gifts. It's God alone is the source of true hope. And that secondly, our, the second wall was that the true hope is that God one day, the future coming again, um, he will bring about his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. That's our capital H hope. There are other things, of course, that we hope in in the short run. We hope a family member will do something, a parent will follow through, a teacher will be fair, etc. Those are okay, small H hopes, uh, but the capital H hope on which we rest the weight of our life and our hope is in God's future return and coming of his kingdom. And then the third wall was how do we actually experience this hope? Uh, uh, How do we uh, access it? Um, And uh, the the key word in the scripture uh, is we wait. We wait on God. We're like waiting at a bus stop for the one driver we know who will bring eventually the bus uh, that will take us to where we truly want to go. We wait with perseverance. We wait when it's hard. We wait in lament. uh, And as we see suffering, experience suffering and loss, we admit it. We are honest. We lament, but we know that our groaning is moving towards a future, you know, birth of something new, like a pregnancy. And so, the fourth wall today we're going to explore is the impact of true hope in our life. And there's just a number of things. We're going to glance at some scriptures and um, and look at five different uh, results that hope can bring in our life. Um, the first one is the idea that God sees us. He's fixed on us. He favors us. Um, we have access to his attention and favor when we put our hope on him. Uh, Psalm uh, 33, 18 says, The eyes of the Lord are upon us, upon those who hope in him. Psalm 147, The Lord favors those who wait for his loving kindness. Jeremiah seventeen eleven, Blessed is the person whose trust and hope is the Lord. And so blessings, the blessings of God's favor uh, in general. Secondly is joy. Real joy doesn't come from happenings. It comes from hope in the midst of even suffering uh, of what God will do one day. You know, Psalm 16, 9, Therefore my heart is glad, my glory rejoices, and my flesh, my body shall rest in hope. Um, yeah, Psalm 71, as for me, I will hope continually and praise him yet more and more. So, Proverbs 10, 28, the hope of the righteous is gladness. Um, Psalm, uh, ro- excuse me, Romans 5, 2, we exult, like do we do backflips, you know, that's kind of the word there. We jump up and down in hope. 
the, uh, the a third uh, result of of hope is strength and courage. And here, I'd like to refer to the story, the story of Joshua. The the larger book of Joshua, of course, is Joshua being empowered by God and to lead the people into the promised land. But that commission that he's given in that first chapter is rooted in uh, in hope. God making it clear in the first few verses that he is going to give Joshua. He's promising, right? He, uh, this is the hope you can have. I'm going to give you all the land to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Here are the boundaries. I'm going to do it. You don't have to really do anything. I've already given it to you. And it's in that hope, if Joshua says yes to that, that then he goes on to make those uh, famous repeated commands, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. And so that's the place to start is hope. And when we have the hope of what God will do, then Joshua, we can as well find strength and courage in that hope. Another uh, another great uh, uh, gift and benefit of hope is peace and rest. And, and, kind of, and the opposite of that, of course, is anxiety, you know, and st- being stressed out. Jesus here is uh, Yeshua is a great example. Um, in, in the last hours of his life, he goes to Gethsemane with his anxiety about the future, his fear about this, you know, um, of what would happen when the, the weight of sin falls upon him. He's, he's praying to the point of bleeding, you know, that pores on the top of his head are, are breaking and, and sweating. I mean, this is incredibly intense. And in the midst of that, he connects with the true source of hope, his father, He's made aware of the joy that's set before him. The authors of, of Hebrew says that for the joy set before him, he knew the hope at the other side of the cross. And so in the midst of that, God strengthens him as he's there waiting on him in prayer, uh, strengthens him with the power of the Holy Spirit. And he walks up from, um, from that prayer and leans in you know, to the events of the trials and the beatings with this incredible sense of peace and confidence and dignity so that he can be silent in front of his accusers. There's just an incredible sense of peace that has come upon him um, because of his hope. And lastly, one of the things that hope does is that uh, when we're rooted in that vision of God and his future, we can make choices that the world might think is is radical and that we wouldn't do otherwise and live a godly life. I think of, again, Jesus on that last uh, night of his life. Uh, and John 13 describes the, the story of him washing the feet of his disciples, a radical servant choice that nobody in the room uh, had any uh, idea he would make, and they certainly wouldn't have thought of doing it themselves. What led him to that? The, the verses at the very beginning of the story said, Jesus knowing, knowing who he was, knowing where he had come from, and then knowing where he was going. So in the midst of his hope of what was on the other side of the cross, of, um, he was able then to reframe what it meant for him to be obedient to his father, to be um, to be an example of incredible love and service and sacrifice. And so knowing our hope, experiencing it, having it real in our life can lead us to, to ways of living in this world, uh, this world that is so anxious 
and, um, and so consumed by their own fear of the future, we can live radically different and Christ-like when we have hope. You might think of uh, some of the characters in the Christmas story, since this is a, um, a podcast that's being done during the Christmas season. Think about Mary, who in the, in the encounter with the angel and the source of true hope and the, and the words and the promise of what this son uh, inside of her would become, she was able to wait those those nine months and then act with courage and act with uh, a sense of peace and resolve of willingness to ponder in her heart, right? What was going on because she was rooted in the source of hope and hope and she was waiting. And so I use Mary as an example of someone who built a, a room called hope and she had all four walls. And because of that, she is again, revered throughout church history as, as a model of Christ-like behavior. And so, friends, as we, you know, end this series, just reminding us that in a time that we're living in right now, in 2020, um, but I'm sure that this will be true in the years ahead, that we are living in a season of world history where there is going to be a real challenge to our ability to sustain hope, particularly in anything else besides God himself. And perhaps that in this life, we will find ourselves less and less confident that, that things are going to all be well and that it's in that future hope of Christ's second coming that we can engage this world and do all we can to see God's kingdom come but be at peace if it seems like uh, the odds of, you know, um, of seeing true success are diminishing over time. That's okay because we have a great God that we can trust, a great hope um, that he will restore what he's started and in our waiting we won't be disappointed. So may God give us great strength and joy, um, rest and peace. May we know God's favor, you know, as we wait. Um, and I'd like to uh, close with a poem that was written uh, after I did uh, my original study of which this series, you know, was birthed from. Uh, this was back in 1988. Uh, so 32 years ago at the time of this podcast. And it's uh, it's just a poem summarizing a lot of the different scriptures. I just offer it up as a final prayer. Uh, and I'm praying that God is blessing you in this season uh, where we are called to be a people of hope. It's called Rainbows for the Weary. Does this suffering seem unending? Is your weakness now revealed? Exult with faith and glory in the truth. He is your shield. If your soul grows faint and weary when your heart can't see the light, may the hope of Christ's appearing grant you strength to stay the fight. His promises are anchor. We know he cannot lie as you lean on him completely. The dross of sin he purifies. The gems of joy and comfort adorn the crown you'll wear, for you are an heir of heaven, if his cross you truly share. When despair seems like the victor, do recall the deeds he's done. You can count on God is faithful, this mighty God who raised his son. Fix your eyes on only Jesus, Put your hope on him alone. In the cross our master carried, love extravagant was shown. Do wait with expectation. Find your all in Jesus Christ. For the heart that waits in stillness knows her God will hear its cry. The eye of God is surely fixed 
on the one who fears his name. This God who once redeemed us will forever stay the same. So let your heart be joyful. Bless God in all you do. The good news of salvation is that Jesus lives in you. While rainbows don't come often, in the life of faith they do. For in dark clouds of suffering, the sun will keep shining through. Dear friends, thanks for joining us on this podcast. May the God of hope now go before us and behind us, beneath us and above us, uh, within us as we travel uh, with him into this life and and these days ahead in our world. Blessings to you. Until next time.